Hello and welcome again, everyone. It's Paul and I, once again, talking sports. I'm Jason. This is Pauly. How's it going, guys? And we just had a great week and a weekend. I hope you did, too. Let's get right to it. What happened? All right. Uh, Well, happy Valentine's Day to all you... Mm. Happy or unhappy or couples out there. I know it's uh, it's the couples day. So, uh, did you do anything with your life today, Jason? Special or? Uh, just kind of chilled. You know, she's got to work third shift tonight. So. Ah. Uh, I chill for the day. All right. So. Yeah. So there's that. Um, we had the NBA trade deadline last Thursday. Uh, there was a lot of trades, a lot of shakeup. Um, Cavs kind of going for it with uh, trading for uh, Harris Levert. They're having a surprisingly good season. Uh, we'll cover. We'll have a basketball preview, guys, for for you guys next week. I've been kind of slack on basketball just because the NFL is happening and. Of course, the NFL is gonna the attention. <laughs> it dominates everything. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll talk about the Cavs next week. But uh, yeah, Cavs kind of going for it a little bit with uh, getting Karis Levert. They're having a great season. Uh, might make the top four. We're a couple games away from the one seed a little bit for a little bit, but uh, yeah, there's that. I think. You got to add to that, Jason? No, the Cavs are a, are a real big surprise, and it's good to see them going for it. You know, that's kind of the way the NBA goes, honestly. You know, you, middling teams all of a sudden get hot in the first half. Yeah, okay, now the team's willing to spend a little money, maybe make some moves, get rid you know, mortgage some future uh future resources for present day power you know that that i like to see it 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 makes it makes the uh, middle of the season it gives some some zazz to that slog in the middle you know 100%. and it and it also uh, uh contributes to seeing different teams come up and it you know throughout the course of the season you're not seeing the same 16 teams in the playoffs every year Absolutely, yeah. Um, other big one uh, of note, uh, Christoph Przingis was traded to the Wizards uh, for Spencer Dinwiddle, went back to the Mavericks, but uh, that was kind of a curious one. It, to me, it shows or says that Mark Cuban does not believe that Porzingis is the number two to have alongside uh, Luka Doncic uh, does free up some money so they can go after someone in the offseason. But it was a two-year kind of experiment that didn't go the way they wanted it to, I guess. And Porzingis is kind of a weird story uh he was drafted 
uh, highly by the Knicks. Uh, didn't really work out. I mean, that Knicks team was a kind of disaster, but and then doesn't work out with Luca. Um, just all the talent in the world was declared a NBA unicorn, whatever that means, and <laughs> uh, just kind of hasn't worked out for him, I guess. And Bradley Beal's out for the season. It'll be interesting to see those two together when Bill comes back next season. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just kind of shows you're right. Mark Cuban's given up on Porzingis. And I don't know if his woes in New York can necessarily be attributed to him. He he did get hurt, you know, and the, the injury problems he had. But when he was on the court up there, he, he was doing some stuff. He wasn't able to replicate it in Dallas. I don't know if it's because of his injuries or he's just slow or when he's not the best te- player on the team, he can't thrive. It's hard to say. We'll see in in Washington, though I don't know we'll ever see the old Kristaps Porzingis again. It, I mean, they gave up Porzingis and a second-round pick for Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. So I, they clearly, he doesn't have a lot of value in the NBA right now. We'll see if he can get that back, though. Yeah, and like I said, him and him and Bill together, hopefully, both healthy next season. We'll see what they can do. Um, I still think Beal's a great player, but it's just hasn't. Washington is one of those teams that they get talent and they just can't figure it out. Mm. I don't know if they're not working together. I mean, Ben Wall and Bradley Beal on paper should have been awesome. It was for a couple seasons, but yeah, I mean, you can't. The NBA is proof positive you can't just load a team up with a bunch of talent. Like they got to be able to work together too. Oh yes, there's a million examples out out there of that. But <clears throat> so we'll move on to uh, the Bucks get their big man uh, in Serge Ibaka. A trade, uh, Dante DiVincenzo away. Uh, this was a four-team trade with a bunch of stuff happening, but for the Bucks' perspective, they uh, give up Dante DiVincenzo, Serge Ibaka, uh, showing that Lopez, Brooke Lopez, is back surgery is he's going to be out until the playoffs it sounds like and the ironic thing is Serge Ibaka is also coming off of back surgery last year so the Bucks uh, get another big uh, Dante DiVincenzo was on his last year of his rookie contract weren't sure if they wanted to pay him another contract so again the Bucks are going for it uh, and they get uh a good uh, big man in Serge Ibaka. Yeah, somebody who can play inside. You know, somebody who can play some D. Because that's how you win championships. These See, these are the kind of moves I like where it's like the Robert Ori type stuff. Where it's Serge Ibaka isn't 
necessarily a 48 minute guy, but come playoff time, they're going to be glad they have him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's going to be a probably a 20 minute guy off the bench. He might start, he might start in, he might actually be a starter. He's going to be a 20 minute guy. Uh, he's going to be big for the Bucks, especially in the playoffs, like you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then, all right, so we get to the big one. And rumored for months, uh, the Ben Simmons for James Harden swap finally happens. Uh, Brooklyn gets a pretty actually good haul. They get Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two firsts. The uh, Harden and... I don't have the other piece. Do you know the other piece of the Philly trade uh, that Philly got back? Yeah, let me just grab it here. Uh, Philly got Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the trade that we've been talking about for months finally went down. I do think it actually makes both teams better this season. It does. I, I agree with that. I think Ben Simmons fits. He doesn't have to necessarily score or even shoot, really, on that Nets team if they're all healthy, which, again, Brooklyn moves heaven and earth to get hardened as the third piece. They played 16 games together, including the postseason. In a year and a half, I mean, it, it did not work out. But I do, I do believe this this trade mo- makes both teams better this year. Am I Philly, and I, do I want to pay two hundred and seventy five million dollar max max contract for James Harden after next year? Absolutely not. <laughs> right, but for this year, I think yeah, I, I I think uh, I I said it earlier in the year. Uh, this would have been better with uh, Kyrie, Kyrie for James Ben Simmons. I think would have worked out even better for Philly, I and it would have got that. I, I think we both agreed with that, and it would have got that whole problem off of Brooklyn's hands now that being said I could see why (laughs) Philly wouldn't want to touch that with a 10-foot pole so I mean I guess Harden's the next guy and it's not like Harden's chopped liver here it it worked out yeah you're right and with Paul Millsap you know he's a great he's a good veteran like I I like Paul Millsap I do too I think he's gonna get a lot of Garbage time stuff, going to get the rebounds, the play that inside game Philly needs, kind of give uh, uh, Joel Embiid a break from all that, you know? 100% agree. All right. Um, any other uh, 
trade deadline stuff that you had in mind that I, that we didn't touch on? I know there were, those were the big four trades, but... Um, let me see. Let me go over this. Yes. I mean, there was the Celtics and Spurs. A lot of hype about Derek White. We'll see how the, that goes. Um, a lot of it was just uh, role players trading hands. But there was a lot of action. Always is at the NBA trade deadline the way the way they do it. Yep. Sure is. It it is honestly one of my favorite days. I look forward to it every year. <laughs> All right. So we have one more of the big show until September. Do you want yep. to get us going, Jason? Yep, it's time. Let's get our NFL NFL Championship Super Bowl review for Paul and I talking sports. All right. Um, the Rams pull off the 23-20 to 20 victory. Uh, both quarterbacks played great. 26 for 40. Uh, 283, three touchdowns, two interceptions for Stafford, but those would have hurt them, but it did not. Uh, Burrow, 22 for 33, 230, or 263 in a touchdown. Uh, Cooper Cup, who ended up winning the MVP, eight catches, 93 yards, two touchdowns, and uh, including the game winner. T. Higgins, four for 102 touchdowns. And Aaron Donald, two sacks, uh, two tackles for loss, and the game-ending sack. It was a great game. Uh, Angles looked like they might have been in control a little bit after... A, the opening uh, drive uh, touchdown and then the field goal to put them up 20-16. Uh, defensives on both sides played great. Uh, Joe Burrow was sacked seven times. We all knew. We talked about how that offensive line was, if they lost, probably going to be the reason for it. I don't want to say it was fully the reason for it, but it was a large part of it. Mm. Uh, yeah, those are the stats. You want to start us off, Jason? Yeah, it kind of went the way I expected. I figured there, I thought there'd be a little more scoring than there was, but man, that was a good game. And the play calling in that on that last drive for the Rams to score was so good the little jet sweep to cooper cup was awesome they just started force feeding him the ball which it's like i don't know why they weren't doing that the whole game if they thought like oh he's double covered we can't throw him the ball like nah man just get the ball in his area he will come down with that ball you have an mvp on your team get him the damn ball and they finally did and they just walked down the field and scored it was awesome yeah, it was. That, I mean, that last drive was awesome. Absolutely. Um, 
uh, Cincinnati has nothing to hang their head on. I mean, like I said. Well, they, I mean, they have nothing to hang their head about. Yeah. It's, uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Like I said, we knew that offensive line was going to be their downfall. If I'm Cincinnati, I'm spending my first three draft picks on offensive linemen this year. Yeah, right. I mean, what you have a young, talented defense. You have an extremely young, extremely talented offense. Your missing pieces here is the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And that's been two years in a row. Kansas City, last year's in the Super Bowl, that was their downfall also. Yep. Yeah, if your if your main feature is your quarterback, you got to keep him on his feet if you're going to score. He can't be Joe Cool if he's on his back half the game. Absolutely. Uh one aspect that I found kind of interesting but not too surprising, I guess, neither team could do anything on the ground game. Right? I thought that, like, I was surprised how good Cincinnati played against the, the run. That Like, they, <laughs> it was crazy. The Rams just couldn't do anything. It's not, and they still ran the ball, you know, into the, and even onto that last drive, they ran the ball a couple of times. And each time it was like, nope, you're only getting like a yard, dude. That's it. Yeah, I think, uh, Rams main running back, whose name's slipping my mind right now. Uh, he had Cam Akers. Cam Akers, uh, ten rushes for eighteen yards, I think. For his stats in the game. No, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. It was something like that. I think at one point it, he was, maybe it was like ten for thirteen or something. It was, it was, it was not good. But that said, they did a pretty decent, the Rams did a pretty pretty decent job of keeping Matt Stafford upright. I know he took some shots there, but Cincinnati's pass rush is not anything to shrug at. Like, their defense is halfway decent. It's not like oh, they were going against, like, bottom-of-the-barrel stuff. Like, there's, it's middling defense, but they have some pieces. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, a fun game to watch. Um, we have to talk about that halftime show. <laughs> Man, that was awesome. It was we pretty were talking cool. A little bit, we were talking a little bit about it before. You don't sound like you have the enthusiasm that I did. I, just, I thought it was refreshing. It was unique. It was well done. And it was L.A. And, of course, if they're going to have the first hip-hop show, halftime show, it's going to be on L.A. And I thought it was just so well done. It did. We didn't I didn't get a chance to say it, but I had a gut feeling that still DRE was going to open up the show. I just, it's, that's how you open up the this kind of halftime show. And didn't they... The other thing I liked was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Everyone got a chance at their own number. I, right? I thought that was I thought that was really cool. Also, yeah, it was. It's not like 
how do I explain this? It's not like I, I loved it, right? Like me personally, I thought it was great. It was like I listened to most of that, you know, a lot of that stuff back when I was that age. And like it was like if you listened to rap in 1999, you knew every song that was coming out except for Kendrick. But that was still dope, too. It was just a very, I don't know, I guess maybe it's just because Super Bowl halftime shows are always like super compacted and condensed like that. But it was very singular. It, I, don't know. It, I loved it, but there, I feel like there are people out there who saw that and been like, I don't know what any of this is. And I wonder what those people have to say about it. That is a good point. I mean, if you're... Like, I've heard of Dr. Dre, but I don't know anything about him. I don't know why Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige on a stage together at the Super Bowl is a big deal. Other than these are famous musicians. But, I, like, I spo- but, but to try to explain to that person, like, oh, this is like a generational thing being encapsulated, like, right here. Like, it's hard to explain that. That is a good point. And if you are over a certain age or have never really listened to hip hop before, it's a really good point. You're not going to understand why this was such a big deal for this to happen. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. It sounds like you loved it. I mean, I did. I, yes. It was great. All right. Uh, Super Bowl uh, thoughts before we uh, move on. Well, I mean, I I wanted. I always want just a good game, right? And we got that. It was a great game, and it was so funny. Come with the Rams making that last drive. I'm thinking this is. I'm thinking Matt Stafford ankle rolled up. <laughs> goes to the sideline. Tape me up, coach. Oh boy, it's the fourth quarter. It's his rookie season all over again when he blew out his shoulder and snuck his way back out onto the field and threw a touchdown to win the game. It's this Dude, all over just, again. I was just going to mention that. And it I was like, is this going to happen really? And then it did. It was great. I uh, I just good for Matt Stafford. I'm happy for him, you know. 100%. 100 um, I, I kind of wanted both teams to win in a sense. I, I wouldn't, I didn't, I, I wasn't rooting against either of them. I mean, it would have been a good story either way. Stafford, after 13 years of what he endured in Detroit to get to the Super Bowl and win one, and then this upstart Cincinnati team led by. Uh, Joe Burr, I think is is they're calling him. Joe uh, Burr, jeez. What? That's what I've seen in print. No, so. I get it. It's just it's funny. People, people are funny. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I. It was a great game. Like, like you said, uh, I didn't care who won i wanted both teams to win but great game and nfl 
rest in peace until uh, August when the uh, training camps start. Any, f any final thoughts about the NFL season before we kind of move on from it for a little bit? Well, it was the first one where he had the 17 games. It was weird. Uh, we'll see. I don't just pers personally, mentally, I don't like having an odd number of games. It bothers me. I thought 16 is a nice, perfect round number. 17 is a number that has a lot of significance to me, personally. I'm not going to get into it, but I just, I think 16 was just a nice, nicer number. <laughs> but it's oh, one more I, week I, of football. It's one we, more week we of football. Know, we know where this is going. It's going to go to 18 eventually. Mm -hmm. That's, you know what's going to happen. Yep. It's just a matter of time, so. I, I agree. I, I like the 16 weeks. I, I don't know. Um. I guess for me, besides the obvious disappointment uh, in the Packers season, uh, I thought it was cool that I don't know if it can be duplicated, and I, I'm sure teams are going to try it, but Rams just going absolutely all in. I mean, there's no other way to say it. They're in salary cap garbage on the road. They were like, doing this this year well, yeah i mean in our quarterback you have to right like they got matt stafford he's 34 35 years old like yeah he'll play for a few more years but he ain't play forever so it <laughs> this was the year to do it von miller was look at all the guys they were able to pick up Get some, get those extra pieces you need to go around your core talent. That's it was, a, you know, a perfectly executed off season into a season. Yeah, they did what they they went with the meta strategy and pulled it off and won. I mean, it is it going to work every time? Probably no, not. But work for them. Yep, and. There's been I've heard rumors that Aaron Donald has talked about retirement. There's a couple other guys that I saw something today that Sean McVay might walk away from the team. That seems crazy to me, but Yeah, I I, I didn't know what to think when I saw that, but but I mean shit. People wanna move on if guys wanna move on to other opportunities if McVay wants to take a couple years off, do with his family, come back. I won the Super Bowl. Yeah. There's worse ways to walk off. Yeah, I mean, he's younger than me. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. NFL. Uh We'll be talking about you, I'm sure, but there's no games until August, unfortunately. So, congratulations to the Rams. Congrats to the Cincinnati for getting the big game. And it was a great season. Mm -hmm. I've got 
uh, one uh, what to watch for the U.S. Canada rematch in Olympic hockey. Uh, U.S. fell to Canada four to two in the first game this year. Of course, it's the U.S. Canada because, of course, it is. It'd be a great game. U.S. Yeah, yeah. And basketball. We're gonna switch to. I think I said in the early part we're gonna have a basketball preview for you guys next week. And anything else that we're watching for, Jason? No, just finishing off the Olympics. We got the take a take a rest there's pickup on the nba nhl's going got all sorts of stuff to do now that the nfl's over baseball is one that it is not is not looking good (laughs) no we can say that so yeah uh they had another sit-down meeting didn't really go anywhere it sounds like so uh, baseball, like we said, I've got they've got some shit to figure out. So, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, um, our buddy Owen uh, predicted that uh, half the season's gonna be gone. So, and he's knows more about baseball than anyone I know. Me, Joe, but uh. Yeah, Owen does not think baseball is going to be coming back until July, so. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. So, yeah, um, that was uh, our Super Bowl review. And anything else to add? No, that's about it. It sounds like we had a nice full week, and we got a full week ahead of us. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We love you so much. Have a good night. Have a a good night, guys.